Yeah, welcome to the podcast. We kind of already started talking about our our drug escapades. Um, the non-responsible <laughs> group podcast here today. Um, no, I want to talk about. I want to talk about something this uh, hour and whatever else you guys want to talk about. But I wanted to talk about this Donald Trump uh, COVID relief bill. And I don't know if you guys probably aren't very aware of what's going on back in the States, but there's been a COVID relief bill. There was another one that was signed by Joe Biden just this past weekend. And the COVID relief bill is basically just, you know, money for schools, money for people's housing, and then unemployment, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Um, I don't have it up in front of me, but he signed it on Friday. And there was one that Donald Trump put forward and he's, uh, you know, his, his administration put forward and he signed it. This was in late December. I want to say like the 21st, I think. And it was a $23 trillion COVID uh, relief fund. But in this bill, it started a 180 day countdown for the Pentagon and spy agencies to say what they know about UFOs. So, how many days? 180. Where are we now? Well, it'll be July 1st because it was in December. So, um, so nobody noticed it. Basically, it was it was never. This is why you don't really see it on the news because this was like a six, almost a six thousand page piece of legislation. And it wasn't really put into, it wasn't included in the text, but it was put in as something called like a committee comment or something like that. And it's attached to um, the Annual Intelligence Authorization Act, which it was, it's all like, all this shit's rolled into like one giant thing. Kind of like saying I'm uh, one ingredient of a burrito, but you can't have the burrito unless you take all the ingredients. And uh, yeah, so basically they're, they're going to have to uh, acknowledge and show us what they've got because this has been passed. And I was kind of curious as to what you guys think we might see. Yo, it's <laughs> like, did a COVID relief bill is like, by the way, like a clause in there saying that the fucking, that all information. I, I wonder what the fuck's going to come up. I think it's going to be some shit like, yes, we have been in contact with UFOs, I mean, who the fuck knows? There's so many factors to the shit, you know? There's um, been, there was a release um, shortly after the, the COVID relief bill came uh, came in. Um, and I know it, it did, while it wasn't in, in the mainstream news, what did get into the mainstream news was the release, I believe it was from, it was from the Pentagon in, I think it was like around early January, so what it did have in there, um, a lot of it was a lot of it was redacted. Um, so I, there are still elements where, if it was deemed that certain bits of information would be key to national security, obviously then it can be redacted still. So that leaves quite a lot of room for maneuver in terms of what is and isn't in there um 
But what it does demonstrate very clearly is that there was a very concerted effort and has been for many years <coughs> by security agencies that took this um, issue seriously. Um, and that there was and there is uh, evidence um, from these sources to back it up. So firstly, it gives a credibility um, which is kind of like a new thing because for a long time it's been like, you know, this is a ridiculed subject or it'll be that sort of tag on story at the end of the news or something like that. But I think this kind of sort of elevates it into a serious discussion now ah. uh, that is worthy of, of exploration. But do I believe that we're going to suddenly have a, a full disclosure? No, we'll, we'll have a partial disclosure at best. Um, and I don't think in that partial di disclosure that there'll be, uh, yeah, hey, we've got the stuff. I think that there'll always be this tendency in how this information is released to kind of distance themselves. They've got the opportunity to say, oh, yeah, well, this is going on. We don't know what it is. We've got some evidence. Uh -huh. Is that all we're going to see? I, I, for me, like, and it, this goes back to, I think, something that we were, that came up last time when we were looking at statistics for where we see UFO sightings come up in, in the world and, and maybe where that information is being collated. Um, in, in the interim from, from when we all last spoke, I was, I was watching something. I, I can't remember it, the, the, inter, I can't remember if it was with, with Robert Bigelow or one of these, uh, invest UFOlogists. He was saying, look, you know, to have any, edge in understanding of this technology that's being used or what these things are is something that would give strategic advantage so there wasn't a sharing of information internationally and particularly not between places like russia and china and the uh, and the nato pact countries so um i think we'll see limited amounts but what we will see is that it was an issue taken seriously Mm. Well, the report is supposed to address, or apparently must address, observed airborne objects that have not been identified, should include a detailed analysis of unidentified phenomena data collected by A, geospatial intelligence, B, signals intelligence, C, human intelligence, and B, measurement and signals intelligence. So there's some specifics that they're asking for, so hopefully we won't just get a big redacted sheet of black marker which is probably what we're going to likely get, you know get predominantly and you said something earlier about um national security who's to say what is a threat to national security anyway you know right all up to interpretation you know how they might mm -hmm. or something. um i was watching uh what the hell was it i, I don't remember what it was but this um airline pilot air force maybe some military pilot saw saw what a ufo and said he considered it to be an act of war and he was going to try and shoot it down so i i don't i don't you know i don't know what they consider to be national security because that could have just been a sighting and just been something and then it, it doesn't have to be considered violent i'm i'm trying i know i saw that interview as well and i think 
it, it sometimes comes down to this uh, the way in which uh, I think some notions within the military are maybe indoctrinated mm -hmm. in the sense that um, I, I have um, I have a fem family member who is in the police force um, and there is this notion that if you see someone and it looks like they've run away from you you've got something to hide right and actually what when you break down and I, i'm trying to remember who the, who the, the pilot was but he would the, the when you break i'm not i'm not sure if it was dave fraver or one of the another because there's been multiple instances uh, over the years some that you know less that uh, are less talked about than the than Nimitz from 2004 but um, when you break down what he says it, he basically says that this craft starts countering so by by which he means that it's trying to avoid them so for them it's like well why are you trying to avoid us it, and so i i don't know if it's a slight mis misconstruing this idea of an act of war as opposed to what could just be interpreted to interpreted as an evasive maneuver I don't, I don't know yeah i don't know i don't i don't think we'll see what we're what we're uh, hoping to see but um i mean all these other countries have started to release certain things I, I don't have a list of countries in front of me that have but america hasn't done anything so mm. i don't know believe um i think it was bolivia it was it was it was a one of these um no i'm pretty sure it's bolivia there's there's been quite a few um of the i think south american nations that have actually been much more transparent about it and I, I don't know if it's just because that again sort of in a sort of imperialist uh idea of of foreign policy that you try and protect your your edge you know bolivia is not looking to build an empire yeah, they've got like nothing to lose here by sharing this information as such. Yeah. If anything, so might with, put them on the map a little bit. <laughs> right. And actually, I think in some some places that has it has done that. But it's kind of, in, in a way, uh, a lot of the, the releases of, of the Tic Tac information and these Pentagon releases have, have kind of stolen the, the limelight of 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 government releases of, of information but the the one um the one that i think is going to be most interesting will be with the faa so the federal aviation authority yeah federal aviation authority so under the federal aviation authority i guess they would they would be overseeing um air traffic control yeah. So what the air traffic control data shows us is the radar readings. It will show us the speeds and it will show us the, the flight paths and the changes in altitude and things like that. Now, I don't think that they have the same, they don't have the same kind of mindset or the same kind of remit as a military organization does. Um, so I, I wonder if, 
the things that will come out maybe through through that route will actually be more revealing in, in a way mm. and more factual rather than subject to interpretation exactly so, got, yeah we can interpret it ourselves you've got verifiable data something that you can see and can you know like because uh, david fravor talks about that you know they had the radar readings from the nimitz recording these craft descending from eighty thousand feet or whatever it was to sea level in in a few seconds you know <clears throat> like this so i think if if we've got that just what is the raw data Mm -hmm. Like you say, Jenny, it's not then open to interpretation. It's not then, it, it can't be, oh, well, you, 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 maybe you misinterpreted what you were seeing. It's like, no, look, there's, there's some hard data that is verifiable. What about Bolivia? What were you saying? What, what has there been, has their reveal been so far? Well, I think, I know, I know that they, the Air Force released uh, a load of videos a few years ago um, that showed um, a, again, infrared um, system on an aircraft that was tracking a, a fleet of, of different craft, unknown craft that are flying over, over mountains. And I, re I remember back in... It's, it's hard to find on the, it used to be on YouTube and I've, I've struggled to try and f find it lately, but there, there was another piece of footage from a, from a few years back, which was shot um, supposedly one of the, one of these big sort of ranges in, I think it's like New Mexico. There's like these big areas of land that are kind of marked off for, yeah, like military flight training, like the Top Gun school and, and things like that, you know, that they'll have these big plots of land. And it was it was filmed from, again, like the gun site of one of these, uh, I think it was a, an F-14 Tomcat, and it intercepts this thing that it's flying through the, the clouds behind it. And this thing's like changing shape, and the pilot, you can hear the pilots going like, what the fuck? What? They're like, where's this? Is on like, YouTube though. It, it used to be on YouTube, and I can't find it now. I can't find it. I haven't been able to find it. But it used to be, it used to be. You know, you get like these compilations of like weird footage. You know, you compilation of Bigfoot footage or monster footage or UFO footage, and it used to come up in a lot of a lot of those compilations, but. I, I can't I can't seem to find it now mm. so but I mean that's yeah we, we only, we've only seen a small amount Brist, Bristol police uh, a couple of years back had uh, footage from one of their helicopters flying over the city and they were tracking this spherical um, spherical objects which seems to be sort of like drifting with controlled flight if they um, were and wanted us to see them and let them let everybody know here we are there is no question we exist you would think that they would just hang out long enough for a news crew to capture that shit that's happened as well live i've never seen any footage of anything like that where yeah, that is daytime sighting on camera on on yeah. TV, 
Let me let me just let me just see if I can find it. There was one on the BBC. Uh, a couple of when was it? It's it basically someone was doing. There'd been some storms or something like this, and they were on a they were on a beach in on the east of England, and in the background you've got the sea, and you've got this. I think it was like a pier, and while they're talking to camera, there's these two lights in the sky that are just going <laughs> and no one, no one talks about it but um i'm trying to see if i can find i don't find think, I don't think we're advanced enough yet i keep saying this i don't know like i feel like we're ants or something but um i saw this thing the other day wish i could find it this guy was talking about something he was calling like the acclimatization theory. I think have you ever heard of that? Anybody? Nobody? No. No. Um, basically, it's the idea that aliens from outer space we know they exist, but we're getting like a drip feed, so we're gonna see them in films, you know, or a video gets leaked, etc. Um, but it's all leading up to this reveal that we keep waiting for. Um, but the reveal apparently is not a a real event kind of mm -hmm. like faking an alien invasion by kind of I heard I, I heard about something like this something like that right so like I think it's based off like the government has like the ability to create like these images and like this holograms and all this shit and to make us think that we're being attacked that is what I'm, I'm, I'm curious to, to dig into. Um, mm. Because if we can control people, we've already tried to control people's minds with MKUltra in the U.S. government. Mm. It was a very amazing, uh, ballsy fucking move <laughs> on the American government to test the uh, LSD on people, try to control their minds. With so much more technology that we have now than we did back in the 1960s to do something like that. It seems like this will be something that would be very plausible. They could really pull this shit off. I think they could pull it off, honestly. I think they yeah. could pull us into thinking that we're seeing something that we're not. Um, I think they could fool us into capitulating to the government will because we're going to save you from the aliens that you know there's the invasion we're 9-11 how is there an airplane that flew into the pentagon and there's no airplane there mm. oh. <laughs> they they do that shit they do that shit yeah they found, um, they, they found passports and shit like that on the lawn though or some shit <laughs> mm. i mean uh <coughs> Uh, Stephen Greer has been talking about this for a long time, and it's mainly based on um, the testimony of um, Dr. Carol Rosin, I believe that's, I think that's how you say her name. Um, and she was part of the, uh, the early disclosure project uh, where he was bringing high profile uh, witnesses um to give their testimony of of their experience within military or civil aviation of their experience of with with uh ets or uh with ufos and um carol rosin worked with in i think she was a, a nasa she'd worked as part of the space program under dr von uh von Braun, 
who was the uh, who was the guy who was responsible for developing the V1, V2 um, uh, rockets and missiles for the uh, for the Germans in uh, Nazis in the Second World War, and then was brought over to the US as as part of Operation Paperclip, and ended up being the one of the chief scientists uh, and designers for the all the the lunar rockets for nasa and she uh, as part of her testimony she says that he was telling her that um what was going to be happening over the course of the next um 20 30 40 years with regard as to what would be put forward to the public as the main the chief threat to stability or peace or the world whatever and i don't i don't want to butcher her quote but i would be butchering if i said it was a quote but basically she starts off saying that it's going to start off with she talks about religious extremism and then she said, and then they're going to move it to the notion of rogue states, and they're going to then they're going to move it the notion to whatever next. Then she says it's going to be shifted to the idea about um, asteroids, and then finally um, they'll say that the threat is coming from an outside alien threat. And she and he's uh, she says that he told her she said but carol it's all a lie so stephen greer i think has has put a lot of emphasis on this testimony from carol rosin now i i'm i don't know either way i think it's very it's very poignant that a lot of the things that she said uh, she says that he stated back in the mid 70s have actually been the trajectory of what has been put forward as the main threats to western democracy or you know or world yeah. peace whatever whatever it is mm. so that's very interesting and i think that there that there is also accounts of um i think yeah like you say Vaughan, of of technologies i, th I think was it Project, Project Blue Beam? But the idea being put forward um, as part of the, the, the Bay of Pigs invasion of Cuba uh, to overthrow uh, Fidel Castro. And the, the idea was that they wanted to use um, a, a holographic projection of like the rapture in the sky. So people will be so awestruck that they wouldn't then respond to the invasion. It's difficult to know what the capabilities are. Are they able to do that? How easy would it Is be? It, I mean, look at look at what we're doing right now with like social media and our phones, right? So many yeah. people are connected to their phones. Everyone's on something some twitter or whatever facebook i think it is i think it's absolutely i think it's absolutely feasible right so I think that there, uh, even three the ocean the idea of um you know like they do the the 3d mapping projection onto buildings right i think with a, a, an extra component with that kind of technology 
you could would you actually need necessarily a surface to project onto there are areas of audiovisual technology that are at the point now where yeah absolutely projecting a, a holographic image into an empty three-dimensional space and making it look 3d it's not that we're not that far off. Well, I don't, so, I don't think they would struggle to do that. To be perfectly honest, no, I, I don't. I don't think. Um, I think you're right. I've seen that is available now to the entertainment industry and to. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I know what's available now to us, and when it's available to us, the shit that isn't available to us is way doper. Right. Always. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. When it comes to something like that, you've got four billion people on Facebook. That's, that's like over half the fucking planet is on Facebook, okay? So I'm the government of whatever country. doesn't matter what country. I only need probably about as much space as I have in this studio to create the environment to, that I need to make what I want to have happen perfect, right? So with regards to making a, a mass a number of people think they've seen something i know that you could probably fit enough technology in this space obviously in an out open area where, where it's going to be seen by a lot of people somebody's going to film it lots of people are going to film it on their phones all it has to be is an alien that looks like he's fucking walking right there on the sidewalk he looks over at you he, it, something happens, he freaks out, and then he beams himself up, and then he was gone right there on camera, and everybody starts freaking the fuck out. It goes viral in a matter of minutes, and, and it's then all the world, and then the world is united. <laughs> well, actually, this is the thing. I was just wondering, what would be the purpose of them doing this exactly? Right. Is it to unite or to divide? Is it to kind of? Um, make us open to the suggestion of having to kind of, uh, well, not even, maybe we're not talking about uniting with the rest of humankind. Maybe we're talking about uniting with something in the galaxy or, um, yeah, or what is it, like human slavery? I don't know. Like Unite with humankind first. So something like that is the end of nationalhood or nationhood it's done right? yeah you have to have that in order for everyone to there was this comic book character named flag smasher who's in like captain america ah, i heard of this guy he used to attack all the, the the nation's leaders so that they would have to join together in order to fuck him up right because like individually you guys can't fuck with me so you guys have to unite to come together against me that's what you you're looking at otherwise you know, then we're not, we're not ready. I think what it is, I, and I was thinking this today is like aliens as it's just a term, look at us and probably like you fucking stupid humans. Will you please evolve already? It's like, they're looking at us. They're sitting there watching us. And we're like in this Petri dish that they've created. And cause somebody was saying like, yeah, you know, they come here, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I, I would sh I was trying to shoot it down or something like that. And it's like, mm -hmm. that's part of the problem. You're so violent. Everything is so violent. All we want to do is fuck shit up. And it's like, we'll make great pets. We'll make great pets. That's <laughs> a pyro song. That's all it is. We're going to be on, we're going to be on leash. But that's the thing I was going to say. So, okay, let's say one of the 
hypothetical outcomes is that humankind is united. I actually just don't see that happening, to be honest. Even if with the best intentions, I just don't really feel that could actually happen. Um, so, but what would it be for? Is it kind of like they're introducing us to the idea of alien dominance and then they're going to be mining our earth resources even more so gold or whatever and we're just going to become slaves that just a kind of maybe i don't know yes. yeah this is oh cool. god that would be we're gonna be like looking back at lockdown be like man do you remember the good times <laughs> <laughs> i don't think maybe slaves but i think that they potentially could say hey we use this planet too and you guys are fucking it up and you need to knock it off um or else mm. yeah I, I mean it depends what aliens you know i think we said last time that we don't think all these aliens are singing from the same hymn sheet here like humans you know they maybe they have that there's different species within aliens and stuff and there's different intentions as well so I already hope we have the good aliens. <laughs> they come down and they're just it like, goes. guys, evolve. Let's take care of your planet. Zoop, 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 zoop. Clean up the oceans. <laughs> these, I mean, we. I think we've, we've probably got all of the above there. You know, mm. it's like the, the, the difference in different people's experience or the, these, okay. So going, but I like the 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 idea of a, a petri the petri dish metaphor. Okay, so uh, sorry about it takes. I'm getting all philosophical, but you you'll get it. When um, when that that biologist puts <coughs> that uh, seed into that that or that that kind of thing to grow in that pet petri dish it doesn't come back a day later and go oh it's grown beyond the rate that i was expecting it to grow at oh. it doesn't do that because it knows the rate that it grows at so i don't while i think that you're right in saying that we you know the things that we need to overcome as a species before we even consider the the wider universe as our playground we can't we you're right we're not effing ready at all but the idea about having something to unify we have this notion that sort of, again that unification is necessarily a positive thing well what we've got at the moment in the UK or in parts of the world is a unification on a policy, which is actually keeping us is it a position of control. So yeah, that unification that we talk about is not necessarily a positive unification, but medical what, martial law. Right. To say, Hey, look, actually that they've, created a, a false flag situation that we think that us regular people think we're fighting against against an enemy that's coming from outside with more advanced technology when in fact it's our own people maybe working in collaboration or just purely them on their own doing it 
that that's that's a powerful thing you know the, you know these are technologies that by even by modern standards are you know like god level mm. that you're either in it or you're out of it you've mm. got a divergence in in uh, a, a sort of like a, a like a breakaway society um those that have access to that kind of power or those kind of technologies obviously having that upper the upper hand um and like you said there you talked about the sort of idea of you know slavery or what where, there is a lot of ideas that are put out there and i think that again going back to stephen greer's thing that this is a a, a narrative that he seems to um come back to quite a lot the idea being that there will be this false situation that happens that as as a it, like you say the the idea of nationhood falls away overnight it, it comes up with some serious questions for organized religion um it comes up with some serious problems with um the the financial and economic structures Oh. The, the the power generation structures uh the petrochemical industry the military industrial complex it, it it's a, it's a complete overhaul of everything that we thought that we knew damn well that's what we're experiencing right now anyway isn't it mm. or what we're going to experience in the next year due to covid a complete overhaul and complete restructuring of how we live our lives every day. Literally. If we let it. No, I don't even think it has nothing to do with us. It's going to have everything to do with the way that governments regulate businesses and they regulate cities and they regulate society. Uh, it, Unless there is a pushback. Not, there's not going to be enough of a pushback. I said, but I'm just saying... With what the likelihood of yeah, that there, is, there but unless there, there is a pushback, of course, there'll be pushback, and I'll be right here on the microphone going, Y'all on some bullshit over there <laughs> from an undisclosed location. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, who knows, but, uh, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be some pushback, it's going to be immense, but it all depends on how severe it will be, I guess. If you, we always perceive anything that's trying to come at us as a threat and not maybe they're trying to come at you with something positive, like some knowledge or some information that'll help you advance or something. I've not, I've not seen too many times where someone's like, yeah, there, it was a credible threat. And I felt like my life, we're more afraid of each other. We're trying to kill each other just from. I mean, well, there it is. That history tells you that right there. When, uh, when, when, uh, you know, when the Native Americans seen the Nina and Pina and the Santa Maria, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like <laughs> that tells you right there. Like, like, like humankind have our intentions are to conquer a lot of times. You know what I mean? And I think that we're getting what we reflect. You know, I think. I mean, not my intentions, obviously, but the world that we live in today. Voltec, you are evil. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's it's kind of it's kind of sad, but I mean, 
it's another interesting element of of that the story that you bring up johnny because you're saying that you know those ships were there to conquer but how they were viewed they thought the gods love. they thought the gods had arrived mm. well you know i don't know He's, i don't know about that part but i i, I know that that um in it certainly in, in south uh, sorry maybe uh, not in south america with Columbus and mm. and uh, the conquistadors following, mm. you know, because they hadn't seen these th things. Mm. It was like it was like us looking at UFOs, going, "What the hell is this technology?" Absolutely. And suddenly, in the bay, there's these ships with these men who are a foot taller than them and have blonde hair, these color hair and color skin that they haven't seen before. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Did we discuss this last time? Something about that's alien um, in itself. Well, yeah. yeah. Wait, Christopher Columbus following something in the sky. Oh, there was there's right, records did we talk in about this. this? Yeah, I think he brought up there was records that he that he that he saw a UFO like in the ocean. Yeah, and that's what he followed or something. Yeah, and that's what led him to America. I don't know if he followed it. I know that there was there were some writings about it, but. Ah, let's just say he followed it. It sounds interesting. <laughs> He's like, aliens are like, here's a gift to my heart. Check this shit out over here. I <laughs> <laughs> is more entertaining. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know, I think, um, shit, man, I don't know what the fuck to think. I get, uh, 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 somebody else say something, shit. Actually, wait. Somebody <laughs> posed this to me the other day. We were talking about aliens, and they said, what if these aliens are just future versions of ourselves. Being like, yo, y'all about to fuck up your whole yeah. shit. I mean, like, well, I didn't, I, I didn't quite. Sorry, everyone. What do you mean by future versions of us? Like our evolutionary process complete or? Yeah. But then I'm like, mm, then they've come back though. Why is that? Because I don't really feel that from the encounters that have been reported people are like oh my god I just got this amazing idea i'm gonna really help humankind thanks aliens can't wait to see you again no. you know <laughs> Sorry. get that vibe some some people have reported that mm. um is is it possible yeah i, I can't see why that's not possible i mean if if we're already considering the possibility that um ufos are from elsewhere um and that there's there does seem to be elements within the technology that involve interdimensional inter, interdimensional travel and potentially that sort of brings into questions of sort of actual sort of non-linear time technologies i is yeah, I mean, some some people have have spoken about this and sort of said, yeah, look, you know, um, and, and again, given different reasons as to the reasons why they've come back, um, but again, can can any of that be substantiated? I think I think it's it's good to consider all of the the, the possibilities mm. the, because the notion that we're gonna at this point in time somehow find this real truth of what it really is like you know we're, we're a long way off that and even if they turned up and told us explicitly we'd be like yeah but are they telling the truth mm. I, I don't know i i think it's good to be aware of of, of these 
potentials of, of where these things are coming from. But um, I don't, it's not that, that they're just interested in this period now because there's, you know, accounts, like you said, going, going back hundreds of, of, of years um, of, you know, you, know, you talked about Columbus, but, you know, there's very old depictions, med- medieval depictions in, in art form. In, I mean, you feel them in the, you see them in the old freaking crusades. Uh, paintings yeah, paintings, and, and, yeah. You know, Some, in, in hieroglyphs yeah. and everything, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, and also you've you've got a lot of the kind of the the even more sort of ancient kind of accounts from um, places like uh, Sumeria, Sumeria, and uh, the ancient yeah. Vedic tales. So the question is like, how long has this been going on for? They, the I, the, I think the idea that their future people coming back has been um it's been more of a, a a recent topic that's that's come in and yeah it again could be all of the above probably is mm. yeah. keep I, the, a lot of the stories that i was hearing about people that have been communicated with that recollect what was communicated is that they were saying about technology being a detriment to our you know Mm-hmm. Well, that goes back to when we were talking about those African kids that saw the, yeah. that Ancient got Godwin. contacted. Yeah. Okay. So mm. Maybe lend to the theory that they're from the future coming back to say, hey, you know, maybe you're going down the wrong path with whatever, whatever it is that we're doing. You know, mm-hmm. whether AI, or whether you're trying to go fuck with the moon or uh, Mars, you know, mm-hmm. um, whatever it may be. But I think the fact that we're going to very soon be living on multiple planets is a kind of a big deal. That's bugged out, bro. That's like my, my son's grandkids are going to be like, have the possibility to be. Yeah, but it, yeah they're going to be like, you lived on Earth, you know, but what's. <laughs> oh, my God. They're going to look different, too, aren't they? So if you're like born on Mars, you're. Yeah. Your body's not going to be the same. You know, gravity's different. You know, there's all these factors that are going to create these different species of us, these different versions of us. So maybe this is somebody coming. You know, to say, you know, try this or whatever. Maybe, maybe just the representatives from you know the 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 alien faction that's out there winning the war for planet earth there's two there's two or 20 different alien species out there fighting for who gets to come to earth and take it over mm-hmm. and they're just sending down ambassadors to see what the fuck's going on down here and they mm. right now and then because we've started blowing up nuclear weapons and they're like yeah we need to go see what's going on with these <laughs> idiots that we put down here that have evolved from monkeys into these you know club <laughs> bearing opposable thumb morons that just want to destroy shit um i don't know what's going to happen i know the the united states put together some sort of task force for unidentified aerial anomalies uh back last august and um there's definitely some shit that's gonna happen what the fuck can motherfuckers do if aliens came here on some hostile shit though like why even put together a task force to just blow ourselves the fuck up, like, with our fucked up weapons and shit? Like, you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like, 
the task force is just a bunch of people that are designed to make everybody feel calm. I feel like that's the task force. It's just everybody just fucking they they deploy like groups of fucking monks and shit to every fucking town and be like, everybody just be calm. Nothing's gonna happen. This shit. Because what the fuck are we gonna do? Blow. Yeah, we're fucked. Motherfucking. And you know, if that's if there's a hostile thing, but you know what it is, it's just the, the everything is so fragile because you know all the different governments around the world and the times we live in, we have we, this this version of the human race have are, have denied the possibility, and we we're trapped in our ego that that we must be the intelligent, we're at the top of the food chain on this planet, type of thing, you know. So it's very fragile, you know, and and um. That's the thing is it's going to be more about the reaction to people, you know, but the likelihood of a hoax happening, I mean, it's very high, man. Come on, deep fake technology. Imagine that shit. The, 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 we can use that stuff on our apps, but how long ago that stuff existed? Mm. You know what I mean? I remember I was, I think I was telling, was I telling you guys this? They were, uh, I want to say it was like Nike or somebody did a hologram of a basketball player in New York and he was like dunking through the ocean. Like they did, like the holograms, like they used with the old Dirty Bastard and Tupac. They did this and they projected on the ocean. There was a new sneaker coming out, and it was somebody that they would jump out of the ocean and dunk, but it was like fifty foot high type of thing, and they were projecting this for like a day. Like you know what I mean? Like, I, I never saw that, but yeah, there's definitely technology that I think we need to keep an eye out for. But um, one thing that I, that 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 we can't say that we can expect back to uh, the original topic of this uh, uh these documents that are to be released just because america if even if say america did have something that they got some spacecraft or space being they would never tell the world that they had it because there's yeah. absolutely no advantage to letting everybody in every other country know i've got something that i'm reverse engineering our weapon now or whatever mm -hmm. they never do that so what else can they possibly give us other than you know we have a, a we had a, a sighting here's a body so something you know but um techn technologically they're not gonna say shit they'll say oh yeah the shit was destroyed if, if, if an airplane can hit a building and catch fire and disintegrate you know a spaceship they can say oh yeah that just just poof into fucking nothingness so um no it's true it's it's absolutely and, and, and to be honest the it's it's too it's too easy to kind of actually have uh to have it's too easy to have plausible deniability basically because you're talking with some, about something that's so advanced all they're going to say is well yeah, well, we found it. We found a crash. We had. We don't know what it, the stuff is. All the occupants were dead. You know, where do you go? Where do you go from there? I, I think that any kind of real disclosure stuff is going to come from, um, again, just gra grassroots stuff. Um, there is. At the same time as I think that there, we, we've got these sort of kind of this, the idea about kind of governmental contacts. Um, there's a, a huge number of people, I think within the ufology community or contactee community that talk about the 
the essence of what they came away from from these experiences and what they felt that they were being directed to look at and a lot of the time is it's about um kind of notions of, of spirituality about this notion that we are you know on a rock hurtling through space and that we need to look after our environment and that mm. we are spiritual beings here having some kind of experience and sometimes people have a, a you know kind of get some ideas of where that they that these other beings fit into that process but there's a lot of really positive stuff that comes out of it and i think the other part of that is that the message that they seem to be left with isn't that these things are coming to here to save us but rather they're trying to impart some wisdom that we might be able to save ourselves from mm. ourselves so um, I think that there is, for, for me personally, I think that if anyone, any race of being was just to turn up like this, like, hey, we're here, that in itself is a statement because it's saying that already it's stating outwardly that we are setting our status above you because we have the ability to do that and you don't. Now, I don't think any advanced conscious or advanced spiritual society or species would do it in that way. My thought would be that if someone, if you, you know, if you look at a child, you, you try and nurture that which is already within them. Mm -hmm. Right. And you do that in, in ways that aren't necessarily always explicit. It's a guide, like a guidance thing. So, you know, I, while, well, and we sort of touched on this sort of a little bit last time, the sort of the idea of where do the, the does the alien and interdimensional, um, species or technology or ability to go through space and time warp technology and kind of these very magical things where does that overlap with more traditional tales about these sort of uh, i kind of think we get bogged down with terms but things like angels demons jinns and things like this that actually there seems to be either way a, a, an imparting of not just sometimes about technological ideas, but more about conscious and spiritual ideas as well. Mm. So I, th I think that those positive experiences that seem to happen on, on quite individual levels, you know, and whether it's even about having something that's like a really involved experience or just like, you know, like yourself, Johnny, like when you say, you saw something that didn't fit into what you currently under what you understood those moments are really profound because mm -hmm. you can't go back on them and it, it yeah. makes you approach things <coughs> going forward in a completely different way so where i don't know what, what your thoughts on that because i mean I, I i see some very positive outcomes for people having these experiences as well. I mean, 
I agree with you. I mean, I think actually, because I was thinking that I think the more recent abduction stories or contact with aliens, you don't. I I definitely haven't really heard anything positive come out of it. But I definitely think in the past, many religious experiences or even religions have been built on alien encounters. And um, and actually, I'm not sure if I mentioned this also, but I think even like the kind of like the Greek and like the Roman gods and things, I think, you know, that might be based on like, you know, Mount Olympus, there's like this kind of like base in the sky, even like Atlantis. I mean, was that just like a UFO that was like sitting on the water? Um, and even, well, going back to like all that mythology, the Minotaur, all that kind of stuff, are these all results of kind of... Uh, genetic ex- experimentations at the hands of the aliens um well you know we can do that shit now you know what yeah I mean? exactly so there it is yeah so i think they were just uh way ahead of us um and now yeah now it's our time to to meddle with such things um but going back to this idea of a staged well, this is the thing. I think we refer to it as a staged attack, right? Yeah, false. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. a false attack. So, why? Why exactly? Why does it have to be an attack? Why wouldn't they exactly, as you said, kind of like if you want to appeal to a child to cooperate with you, why couldn't it be a a really beautiful, peaceful, enlightening experience? So I feel, all right, they just want to unite everybody in fear. I think that, well, I personally, I think that, that that idea is because we live in a very distrustful life right now. You know what I mean? Like, we don't trust our governments. We don't trust, you know, there's a lot of, we know the, the, the horrible things we're capable of doing. So I think that that's why that sort of seems to be the, you know, the, 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 the overall outlook is because, you know, there's people still like, you know, the anti, every, everyone is divided right now. Anti-vaxxers, vaccine people, you know, uh, all the different type of protests and everything. And I think that, you know, we, we, um, I mean, we are, you know, that's just how things are always framed in this world because we're trying to control one another, you know? So that's why they're describing as an attack in in I mean, your opinion I think, or uh, i don't know i mean i don't know who said who said this i did hear something like that as well though Vaughn. but um there was a guy that does like a podcast thing and he was talking about that you know and um but you know i don't know i mean i think anything we don't understand are are you know we we sort of we you know what i mean mm. i think as an overall you know world community i guess that's going to be the first reaction you know, like like bees in a beehive. You know what I mean? If you get close to the beehive, you know, it's just like attack. You know what I'm saying? So it's easy for them to manipulate the the masses and make us fall into this fear state that the yeah. COVID. I mean Yeah, it, that's what I was getting to. I'm sorry, yeah, thank you for the redirection. Time last year. So um that maybe was a trial run just to see what was going on. You already know how I feel about that stuff saying it didn't come from a lab. There's a level four fucking lab right there in Wuhan anyway. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Horrible. 
I don't know. I mean, I think we're, we, we follow the herd. We're like sheep most of the time. You know, we, we follow our groups. Everyone's got their group on Facebook. You got your group on Twitter. You got your group, group, group. And if your group's not happy, then you're not happy. If you're well, now your groups are really like, you know, we're really broken into groups now because of algorithms and shit. You, if you, you take one thing and you look up one thing, then you get in that whole shit. And, you know, I've looked at something in the morning one day and then like the next morning, it's something I never look up. And then the next morning at that same time, it's on my algorithm, you know, it shows you up watch, on the feed. Once you watch something once, it starts to feed it to you. So it's, it's, I've curated social media accounts like that before with like TikTok, where I only look at like the most fucked up shit and it will only send you the most fucked up shit. So you have to, uh, you have to make sure that you're sh- sh- uh, telling them what you want to see, I guess. I wonder what the fuck it, all right, say that there is, you know, this does happen, like you said, uh, a UFO, you know, comes down or, or alien is revealed, shows up and it beams away or whatever. What the fuck would the masses do? Like, I really wonder, like, you know, like. They think it was fake. Yeah. They think it was fake. They say uh, CGI. Oh, it's it's too scary. It's, it's too scary to, to realize it's real. I think you've got enough agent provocateurs that will make it seem credible you've got mm-hmm. yeah i agree but what the fuck people will do that's just the thing you know what i mean priests will be priests will be quitting and shit yeah exactly just imagine <laughs> what's gonna like, happen to religious institutions so just be like it could be kind of good though because if you have some kind of like extreme religious groups and they're like mm, i'm not too sure if we're gonna go ahead with our plans anymore you know so there we go silver lining possibly I, I think we'll see something soon. How soon? Who knows? What we'll see? Who knows? I don't know. Um, I want to thank you guys for joining me today. Just, uh, yes. Casual thank you. The only one that's not completely out of her mind right now, so I'm uh, finding it extremely difficult to uh, strike up intellectual conversation this evening. <laughs> <laughs> I'll blame Johnny Voltec for pushing it back, giving me that extra half an hour for those... Uh, at least to kick yeah. in. And, you know, it's hills and it's hills and valleys, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hills and valleys, you know? God, I'm supposed to be sitting on the sofa right now. <laughs> you. I did bring up coming to America. No, don't start. Don't save it. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm, I'm out of here. So um, this is like a little teaser for whoever f- subscribes to these podcasts. Like that's in the works. But yeah, I'll I'll save it. <laughs> um all right guys we'll catch you guys on the next time when we catch you guys on the von joseph show peace peace Bye.